The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. friend, this is David Engels, and you're listening to the Hour of Anointing. You know, the Word of God tells us, when you enter into your closet, it says, shut thy door, and uh, this is speaking of that, that inner uh, time, that time that we enter into a very private time. Now, whether we're able to go into a small closet, I think it's fine to have one of those, and, and to get into a closet, or you could... Uh, just have to, I think sometimes you can just be in your car. You could be, you could be in your home. You could be at some other place. Just kind of shut everything out and just let your mind be on the Lord and in His presence. 
and enter into that very close, visiting, private thoughts on the Lord. Your mind's not wandering anywhere, but you're thinking on God, and you're looking to Him. And uh, these are beautiful times to go to the Lord, and it's all right to go and ask Him some things, and that's fine. But, you know, I'm talking more about going into the chamber, into the in fact, in fact, when it says enter into thy closet, the uh, the Greek says, uh, or, or rather the he Hebrew says, uh, uh, enter into thy 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 closet or bedchamber. Bedchamber is what it says. It kind of, it, so, so so it speaks of a very private, a very lovely and a private place. And so this is what it is when we draw ourselves away from all the thoughts that could be on our mind and all the things that could be clamoring around us, and we just focus in on the Lord. And we, then we have that chamber experience, and then life comes forth. Second chapter of Philippians, we read, If there be any, therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But let it be done in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. You know, Paul is writing to the Philippian church, but it's not a matter that Paul's writing to the Philippian church. It's that uh, the Spirit of God is writing to the Philippian church through Paul's pen and through his faculties. So really God is writing, as it were, in the truest extent of the matter, to the Philippian church and to the Oasis Network area church and wherever the church may be found, uh, he says, fulfill my joy. God's really saying that. Now, you know, we, we always say, well, Paul said this, and well, he did, but, you know, I think sometimes we get our eyes on a person and we don't realize it's God. And uh, Aaron and Miriam uh, had this problem because they didn't see Moses as the voice of God or the man of God. They didn't consider I mean, really, in, in one sense of the word, I mean, Moses was acting on God's behalf. He would seek the Lord, converse with the Lord and God, and God would tell him something, and then Moses would bring it forth to the people, you know, including Miriam and Aaron, which was his sister and brother. And uh, and I don't know if uh, if if they would what we would call committed the sin of familiarity. And no longer had regard for him. I don't know. But we can see that they didn't. Because one time while he made a decision. He decided to marry him a wife. And they didn't agree with who he married. And they murmured and talked about it. And uh, and that opened the door. Then you might say to the devil. Because the devil likes to steal, kill and destroy all that he can. And so uh, they end up in some physical problems. And some other kind of problems. Because of murmuring against Moses, well, it was really against God. And I think that's something that we all need to really examine ourselves when we start talking and we, and we, we start, um, you know, criticizing another member of God's family. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's really a precarious position. Uh, and, and I know that, uh, if if I do that or I have done that, and of course I have done that, and just like you've done it, uh, the first thing you want to do is get that taken care of real quick, like 
you know, and then turn. It's not a matter of asking God, oh, forgive me for saying this or doing this. But forgive me, and then and then let's turn away from it. See, in other words, just say forgive me, and then say it again, or forgive me, and then say it again, and forgive me. No, we're talking about saying it, uh, and it's wrong, and then oh God, forgive me, and then turning away from it. Oh God, help me now, you know, to not be critical. Help me to be one who, uh, you know, humbles himself and and to uh, prefer the other person. And uh, the Lord says through the writing here, fulfill you my joy. In other words. He wants his joyful. You ever think about God would like to have a little joy too? You know, <laughs> I don't think we thank him that much. Oh, God, help me, you know, but how about us helping God, you know? Uh, God's, God's helped as we obey him and we're like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, or being in harmon- harmonious uh, accord with each other to do the work of the Lord, to do the will of the Lord. He says, this gives me joy. Fulfill my joy. Let nothing be done through strife. He said, I don't even want it done through strife. It all needs to be done with lowliness of mind. And while you're doing it, let each esteem the other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man looking on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Well, what was Jesus Christ's mind like? Uh, Well, he was in the form of God, but he made himself of no reputation. Uh, Jesus took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. He said, so let this mind be in you. In other words, act like Christ Jesus. Uh, make yourself of no reputation. Uh, take upon yourself the form of a servant. Uh, and, and consider that you're made in the likeness of men. And then... Uh, Verse 8 says of chapter 2 of Philippians, And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Now, the Lord's not looking for us to die physically and run out here and and die. But he's looking for us to humble ourselves and become obedient to the death of our agenda and of our plans and look to him for his plans. You talk about a master architect of situations and and uh, opportunities the lord is that he is the master planner and uh, he said jesus did this jesus became obedient unto death even the death of the cross and because of that he got exalted god exalts those who die out to self and who uh, look to him for his direction his plan and his fellowship God gave Jesus a name which is above every name, that at that name of Jesus every knee should bow things in heaven and in earth and things under the earth. The word also says that uh, every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. So now do we have some good instruction today? Uh, God wants us to bring him joy. And he says, uh, how to do that is to humble yourself in the presence of the Lord. Uh, decide you're going to be in one accord with your brother, your sister, with your, with your mate, with your family. You're going to do the will of the Lord. You're going to please God with your life and with your actions. And uh, the Lord says, fulfill my joy that you be like-minded.
So, Father, we thank you right now for your word and the power of your word, the scriptures that we've even heard in this short time we've had to hear it. We thank you that the ability of that word is in us each right now, and it's affecting us to the good, and it's life, and it's health, and it's peace, and it's qualities, the God qualities that are working in us. And, Father, we thank you for it, and we thank you for ministering your word to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Go free in the name of Jesus.